0: Super thick chunks of broken life and reality. Has the dinner table come for me?
1: Welcome to episode two of Back Porch Discourse. Um, got some some good stuff for y'all today, some some interesting stuff. Got a conspiracy theory called the Diet Law of Past coming, and a uh, guest uh, Parker Carlton's going to join us here in a little bit.
2: Um, right, right, I'm excited for that. Haven't seen Parker in a while, so it'll be good to catch up with him. And you just heard an intro from the song Nebraska by Moe. Spelled lowercase M-O-E period. Funky yep. song, but a good jam to listen to.
1: Yep, got some new segments for y'all. Um, we got some good
2: segments coming up. And some might, trivia? Is that so what you we, got? We got some rapid-fire trivia. We're oh, going to test Hal's knowledge of the general... His, we're going to test Hal's general knowledge, actually. And then we're also going to do a new clip. Um, it's going to be a good clip. It's about some news stories that seem fake but are real but and seem real but could be fake. So stay tuned for that. We should have... A lot of good stuff coming for you, so yeah, and stay we're gonna tuned.
1: we're gonna close with some sports talk, some some NFL draft, uh, McCaffrey, Brady, right, um, and
2: Heritage Harbor Town, some golf talk as well, and then maybe a story that you didn't think would happen, but is happening. Just stay tuned, and we will have good stuff for you coming up. And right now, we're gonna do sort of a new segment, like we mentioned earlier, rapid fire trivia. I'm gonna ask Hal three questions at the beginning of the episode general trivia questions and three questions at the end of the episode and we'll see how he does if if Hal gets less than three correct I'll get a point in my tally and if Hal gets more than four correct which I don't think he will but hopefully he will he'll get a point to his tally and we'll flip flop every episode to see who has the most smarts in the group but it should be just a fun fun thing to do if you're listening at home feel free to join us and let's get started how are you ready uh, fair warning I, I'm
1: a pretty avid jeopardy watcher so. oh okay
2: well, we'll see if that helps you out with these with these questions here we go so we're going to give you as we're going to ask 6 seconds there's going to be a 6 seconds timer per trivia question so we'll see how well okay. how it does under a time that crunch should be enough it should be enough so the first three questions will be relatively easier and then the last three at the end will be will be more difficult so All right. we'll see how we we'll Lamb see how, on how it. it does all right. The first question is, Hal, how many gal, how many quarts are in a gallon? How many quarts are in a gallon? Gosh. Three seconds. Four. That is correct. There are four quarts in a gallon. I, I honestly long. thought that there were 16 quarts in a gallon when I asked this question myself. I was. Wow. That was that was well. poor on my part. All right. Now one next question. One, one sure. for one. He's 100% through the in- entirety of this segment. That's pretty. That's pretty insane. Alright, next question is What's the total number of dots on a pair of dice? So that's two dice. The total number of dots? Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, gosh. Three, two, 52. One. Oh, you're 10 over. Oh. It's 42. There's 21 dots on a pair God, of dice. Oh, that's a die. impossible. Yeah, you you gotta do quick math, man. But, you know. <laughs> literally impossible. <laughs> I'm sure some viewers at home are going to get that one right. And if you do, let us know. We would love to see how much smarter you are than Hal. But the, we're going to do the final of the, of the triad question. So, what planet is closest to Earth? What planet is closest to Earth? What planet is closest to Earth? Uh, In the Milky Way. Gosh, I know nothing about that. I'm going to guess Venus. That is correct. Oh, my God. That is correct. That's two out of three. Oh That's gut. better than I thought I you were going to do. I went do. with my gut. I thought again i would have gone one for three on this i got the number of dice right that's because i'm a math wizard and i doubt that you got it in six seconds i, I did i'm on i'm good under a time crunch but i thought mars was closer to earth which is stupid of me but yeah i kind of ruled mars out it's really interesting that you thought that well i mean everyone talks about going to live on mars and stuff like that i just thought that, that yeah, would be yeah the i guess i proximity. could see it.
1: probably there's probably further ones than
2: mars right i guess it's more well, there definitely is further planets than mars yeah. Saturn. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Right, that those are the, so those, that'll be the three questions we have, and then at the end of the episode, tune oh, in. Oh, I have to wait for those. You do. That's that's the whole fun of the game. All right. So the three harder I'll questions will come for Hal and everyone. Now going into our weekly segment of different conspiracy theories. Last week we had Denver Airport and that crazy, crazy topic. And now Hal, what conspiracy do we have yeah, for us today? This
1: is a conspiracy that I would say is much creepier than the denver airport really this is kind of like a little murder mystery to be ah. honest it's some conspiracies of how it happened it's called the diet love pass incident and is um, that in russia it sounds like yeah let me give you a little synopsis okay. of it um okay. this hey. is in 1959 in the aral mountains of uh, i guess like northern or somewhere in russia right
2: the aral mountains actually are the longest mountain chain in russia
1: all oh, right thank you james oh. uh back to the synopsis um so in 1959, the frozen bodies of nine, of a nine-member ski hiking expedition had gone missing weeks before in the Aral Mountains. Gosh. Um Made up of mostly students and graduates from the Aral Institute um, a few hundred miles away, uh, the team had set out on, 20, on January 27th to reach another mountain about seven miles away. Um, Gora or Tetin which means don't go there in the dialect of Mansi um, after being sidetracked by a snowstorm they pitched a tent on the eastern slope of the Colats, something. they pitched a tent and uh, they died that night and apart from that they froze to death but this is where it gets creepy. Wow. Um, police and military investigators charged with solving the case were baffled by what they found. The skiers' tents had been sliced open from the inside. They could tell that it was from the inside. So they were trying to get out. Um, yeah, so and seems- then their, all their belongings were still inside, but the skiers weren't. Um, then when they found their bodies, their condition and just how they found them was appalling. They were, I think some of them were missing their tongue. Um see, what else? Some of them, like, only had socks on. Um, I One person was missing to their eyeballs. Um, a pair, both and their and, eyes were gouged out of their heads. Yes. Wow. It's just a horrifying story about these missing hikers. Um, yeah, it's... There's I a mean, lot of conspiracies is, that, that about how a, it happened. Right, yeah. I can
2: see a lot of conspiracies being led to think that something extraordinary was done to them. That is fascinating. Yeah. So what is, what are some of the options?
1: Um, there's an h- hypothesis called the Yeti hypothesis. Um, this oh, is, man. This is one of the more outlandish right hypotheses about it. Um, it's rumored that Yeti-like beasts inhabit the wilds of Serbia.
2: And you the, know, I would not, mountains. I would not put that away but Serbia um is insane. another
1: thing i left out was that they found radiation um Whoa. a little bit of
2: radiation on their bodies i don't know more than long. normal i assume if they're i don't i guess. It out. Right? yeah i think the normal radiation is five thousand units and something and i i think i saw yeah, that, that brings me to
1: my next one it's over- it's called the infrasound hypothesis um that the skiers might have been driven to hysteria by infrasound waves caused by a weather phenomenon known as Carman Vortex Street. I don't really know what that is. Um, so that's basically the sound. has something to do with the radiation, I guess. I don't know. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's an avalanche hypothesis that they just got clobbered by avalanche. Right, But, you but you then everything think, would be covered up, you'd think. I, I don't know. There's not, not a really... School. There's no explanation that is just obvious that it's what right. happened. It's no right. clear explanation
2: at all, and I don't think there ever will be. All right, and going back to the avalanche hypothesis, there's no... In my opinion, if they're students of a ski school, there's no way they would set up camp in a possible avalanche site. You yeah, know? you would think... You would yeah. think they had the smarts to not do that.
1: And then, like, you'd think that Yetis... We think Yetis don't exist. I don't... I mean, it's not
2: proven. You can't Yetis, Saskatchewan... That. All those things. You Do you can't... believe in Sasquatch and the Eddies? Well, I had a point of when I was a younger child that I was really big into finding Bigfoot. But did you ever look? Did I ever look? No, I've not been compelled to go out there and look. But Like, why, have you ever been, like, camping and just kind of,
1: I don't know, like, like maybe looking over your shoulder Eddie? every now and then?
2: Well, it definitely stays in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's for sure. But I would, I think now that I'm older i think i realized that if that tv show were to find a yeti or a bigfoot mm-hmm. that it would be known publicly and i think that that would have been debunked but i mean it's still a possibility yeah. you never know i don't
1: think that bigfoot exists i'm gonna be honest but it would be cool if he did it would be cool um yeah that's that's the diet loft pass incident um Wow. Extremely creepy. I think one of the creepier parts of that is that they cut the tents out from the inside.
2: That is that is scary. Like, that means something I,
1: was bothering them enough. I, and then to take their clothes off like that and leave all their stuff. And, like, they walked away, like, 100 feet or 200 feet from their tents. And that's where their bodies were found. Altogether. Really? It's not like one person just walked off and said, I'm going to go over here for a minute and right. died. They all got up together without their
2: belongings and were found there. Right, and something to point out Away there the definitely is that, um, so in the medical report, it did say that some died from hypothermia, and the reason I think that their clothes were off is a common, a common symptom of hypothermia is when you, I mean, you're so cold that your skin starts to burn, and so you start to take off clothing. That is actually a symptom. So I can understand why they uh, that's a good point. Some of them might have their clothes off, but the cut off tongue, the high radiation, the gouged eyes, that there's not much explaining because yeah, you, you don't fall off a cliff and your tongue just falls off. That's just not what yeah. happens. And that, At least I don't believe that's what happened. So it must there's, there's seems to be some foul plays. The knife cuts from inside the tent is scary, it's creepy. I think it's definitely topped the Denver Airport in yeah. creepiness. Levels. In terms of
1: creepiness, yeah. The yeah. I mean it's just not, I mean, that's the kind of thing that can keep you up at night. That's right, it's not logical, and there's something that... Like, these were all normal people. Right, none who of them... were were stu- college students, like,
2: and then they were just found like this. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, and it's in Russia, too, and, I mean, that place is dangerous in itself, and it's, that is just insane. What what time of year? This was, I'm guessing in the winter, and what time period January, is January, I think. Wait, um 59
1: 1959 mm-hmm. wow that is crazy yep still an uns deemed an unsolved mystery
2: and um yeah well how you definitely topped the denver airport so let's see if you can top this yeah one we'll next see week. we'll that see is, that is wild all right everybody now we are joined by our guest of the day parker carlton parker's joining us on a zoom call parker how are you doing
0: Good. How are
2: y'all doing? Oh, uh, we're doing well. Doing, doing well. well. Can't complain. Glad Parker, to have you. Glad to have you, man.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
2: No worries. It's exciting. It's exciting time. So, uh, let's let's jump right in. So, hal has got a house has got a question for Parker and I both? Yeah. And this is our uh, this is our segment, House Pondering Question of the
1: Day. It's for both of y'all. Um, it's a little um, it's a little deep and existential.
2: Nothing um, wrong with
1: that. It's a Sunday. Let's get to it. If tomorrow was your last day of your life, and you knew it right the second. Like, somebody... A little wizard came up right now, and he was like, James and Parker, tomorrow will be the last day of your life. Like right. You will die at midnight tomorrow. What would you do? And there's going to be some restraints to this. You can't leave the state. It has to be, like, within your cool. like a, community. That's understandable. Uh, what would you do? Yeah.
2: Well, personally, I think I would... um. I'm going to act like a good guy in this scenario. So I'm going to say that I would probably be able to save. I'd have some money, you know, to be able to save for um, my family and stuff. Say like, hey, this is what's going to happen to me. Um, Do what you want with this. But then I'm going to take a certain amount of that. I'd probably play a round of golf um, just to get kind of let loose and everything. Probably go have a good time, you know, with some friends, catch up, relive some stories, create a couple stories that night and then, you know, I, I wouldn't be content with dying in one day, yeah. but I don't know anything extraordinary that I would be able to do. I think it would hit me pretty hard and I would just probably spend time with people that I cared about yeah. and it's just Great a wholesome answer. So Parker, let's see if you want to go that one on the wild side. I imagine they'll both be pretty similar, but Right. Let's hear it.
0: I uh I heard a quote oh. one time. It was like if you found out if tomorrow was your last day, would you be sad or would you live it up? Right. And I
1: think I would definitely live. In- oh. A little technical difficulty little technical here. We'll difficult see if we can get him back. Um in the meantime, James, uh I'll take that restraint off. Where would you go if you
2: could? Where would I go? Um, personally I'm a really big fan or actually I've actually always kinda wanted to go out west to um California. Check that out and maybe go and see go to the beach over there maybe if I had time, I'd love to go to Europe. Never. I've only been in restricted areas. And then just that answer, but it seems we got Parker back. Parker, sorry, you got cut off there, but you, you were talking about a quote. What quote was that again?
0: (laughs) The quote was, if tomorrow was your last day, would you be sad and pout about it all day? Or would you live life your last day to the fullest?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think I would definitely try to get the most out of the day, do my favorite things. Um, Wait, does does the rule can can I jump from place to place in the state? Yeah. Do I have yeah, to like take yeah. time to drive there? You can jump.
2: You can teleport. We're, we're teleportation okay. is now in in a now For that sand. day. Right for yeah. that day.
0: Gotcha. So I would definitely go to my lake house. Oh, that's good.
2: I would agree with you on that. Lake house is vital.
0: That's a good place. I go to Edisto for an hour or two. That's, a, that's that's one of my favorite places.
2: Soak up some rays.
0: Yeah, I wish Augusta was in our state, so I'd definitely well, try to get the Masters at Hills that. that week. I'll take right.
2: the
1: restraint off. I asked James this while you were right. breaking up a little I bit. I think
2: that is a good point. I think playing Augusta National once would be cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I had, like, five hours to live, I would spend it doing that. Uh, I, I
2: would have to agree with that. <laughs> if I got the chance to play that answer, course. Yeah. We got two big golfers here, folks, so Hal and parkers are going to be more towards the golf yeah. side but well, no i think those that's are a, both great answers i think how will put the yeah. question on to you what would your preferred answer be
1: uh, i would be pretty much echoing y'all is, i'd probably play golf all day and just spend
0: time with friends and family was, right but yeah, you, so you have a cast on so you can't do that you got you gotta think about what you can do
2: right you're limited to with your cast you know your left hand yeah. is still boarded up and you don't have the oh, full functional i'd probably functional rip the cast range. off and go for it yeah, yeah i don't know i mean it caused some pain but you know you only got 24 hours so yeah but that was my question sorry it was a little deep uh, oh no uh, worries a more lighthearted hearted next time glad to have that one all right so um let's shift into um a movie talk parker we know we were talking to you a little bit beforehand you recently watched a movie what movie was that
0: It was Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell. That
2: is a classic comedy. You know, Will Ferrell movies are underrated. I I, I really enjoy a lot of his movies. So give give us a synopsis of what Semi-Pro is all
0: about. So, Will Ferrell, he is the owner, coach, player, producer.
2: Of a basketball team, right?
0: Everything. Basketball, Semi-Pro basketball team, yes. Right. And they... They're in – it's like they're about to quit the league and the top three teams go to the NBA. And they don't make it, but they come in fourth place and somehow that's a good thing. Like they win. They won fourth place and the whole town went like rioting. And uh, what else? Funny story. Yeah. Um, p- probably ten years ago, my brother was at Augusta. And he saw Will Ferrell with the hair. How about Will like the uh, he Yeah, he yeah, has big afro. And my brother, like scared, walked up to him and was like, "Hey, Will, this he's like six, six And he turned around, and looked down, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" scared
2: That's funny. That's awesome, man. That's that's awesome. Great story. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I've seen semi-pro. It's a good movie. It gives you a lot of good laughs. I'm gonna go more inside of an action thriller. I think is probably one of the best series of all time. I mean, I'm I'm going to get criticism for this, but I personally believe the Jason Bourne series, of course, excluding the 4th movie and the 5th movie. Those shouldn't be a part of the series. It's a, it's a frown upon the series. It's terrible. Don't even get me started on that. But I think the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd Bourne movies are are go a must watch if you haven't seen them before. Please tune in if you like anything sort of action um it's not as lovey-dovey or as fancy and gadgety as James Bond. So if you want a more realistic view of how someone can be so badass, then that is that has Jason Bourne written all over it. And that's personally, I mean, that yeah. those, those are some of the greatest movies I've ever watched.
1: Yeah, so I didn't actually have a movie prepared today, but James bringing up Jason Bourne's reminds me of my fairly uh,
2: just... Lengthy s- argument.
1: Yeah, I very feel very strongly that the... Uh, James Bond trilogy is uh, leaps and bounds better
0: than Jason Bourne. Uh, Parker, Parker, they, what are your
2: thoughts on that? James Bond or Jason Bourne?
0: Well, personally, I've never seen a Bourne movie. I've
2: only seen, like, part of one, so I've... You see, this This is what bothers, y'all are lacking. Those are but, some of the most high-quality actors. There's a fantastic car race in almost all of them. Is Matt Damon a Jason Hunting Board down or? the CIA. Matt Damon, one of the best actors in the world in the business. Yeah. Just 007 is just such a. I mean, 007 is classic. James Bond is a classic guy. He's got
1: swagger. He's got style. I watched like 10 minutes of one of the older ones last night. I didn't like watch the whole movie or anything, but right. It's just you 10 just minutes of a movie. Yeah,
2: I'll it seems more the of a, a quibby, <laughs> as but. they say. No, that, that's what my dad likes to do. He'll sit down in the living room and. We won't um, stay on a movie for more than five minutes because he'll realize what's happened and goes, oh, yeah, and then flips yeah. the channel. The next thing you know, we're going through an endless cycle of yeah. just going over the same movies.
1: I actually did watch an entire movie last night, though.
2: Congratulations, watched, that's big. I
1: watched um, Free State of Jones with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, pretty, man. Pretty good movie. Matthew I McConaughey's. Just, every Matthew McConaughey movie is fantastic, in my opinion. Right. Not
2: Matthew Interstellar is probably my favorite movie of that, all time. That is, that is a very good movie. You that's a great not, movie.
0: Right. Yeah. Solid movie there. Right. Alright, well let's I got one more though. Oh okay. I got one more Hit I watched us. I watched the other day. I'll say it quick. It's the uh the Truman show. y'all seen that?
1: Oh, that I is have a creepy movie. With Jim Carrey.
0: Jim Carrey, yep. he's trapped in like a simulator. It's like a right, he, a movie. That the whole yeah, world. Absolutely. He's like the star. He has no idea.
2: That, and that's he finally
0: discovers that is a like everyone alive. in his
1: life is an actor, right? Yeah. Like,
0: paid actor. Like, he doesn't know it, but everyone in the world else does. Terrifying. But.
2: That, I mean, just... That, that just... That haunts you. But I mean, it's, it's a great movie. Jim Carrey does a very good yeah, job. Saw it a long time ago. Good movie. He, yeah. He, he's a great actor. I mean, we got a lot of great actors. Yeah. All right. Well, let's shift on over to sports talk. Parker, I know you're big into this. So, I heard... So, are you going to watch the NFL draft? Yeah, of course. Right. And I think now that when we have no sports to watch. Personally, I don't I don't wait like every single day of the year for, oh, today's the NFL draft, but now you know I'm going to watch every single second of that NFL draft. I'm yeah. going to be perked on my sofa, and I'm going to watch every single second. Yeah. I mean, just because it's something to do. It's so, going to be
1: interesting the the way they present it. Like I doubt it's going to be a big event like it usually is. Right.
2: It, it was supposed to be, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, in Vegas, it was supposed to be they were going to, yeah. in the boat, they were going to drive them up. I mean, it's, cool. it's funny how they have the most exotic oh, awesome. way to present it now, and they can't present it at all. It's going to be all virtual. But still, I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. It makes a lot of people's careers. So, I mean, I think personally Joe Burrow is one of the, one of the best players I've seen live um, play football. Yeah, that's
1: no question he's, he's, number, he's number one. He's
2: number one. And, Parker, I know that you heartedly believe that Trevor Lawrence will be number one next year, which, which you should. He's very talented. And one of the best yeah, quarterbacks to ever play college football, at least. Yeah.
0: Trevor Trevor's good at what he does.
2: He's very good at what he does. I, I
0: hope he I hope he gets the chance to go to a good a good program, good organization that doesn't screw his career up like it's happened to some people.
2: Yeah, yeah. right. Um, More or NFL also, news. Um,
1: McCaffrey this past week uh, became the highest paid running back in the league.
2: I think deservedly so. Right? I remember I had him on my fantasy football team and I was so proud of him yeah. for all of the stats and I, accomplishments. <laughs> he led me to, to a championship. Those sound like
0: get some fantasy points. Exactly. Yeah. I mean,
2: he's a all-around guy. He could probably he would probably be a lockdown cornerback if we're being honest. I mean, he could be a safety. He could do whatever you want. Yeah. The he only is, thing he probably couldn't do is be a defensive lineman.
1: He's the real yeah. deal. Just his I mean, he runs hard. He Incredible at catching out of the backfield. Yards after contact are insane. Right.
2: Just all around outstanding shit. Kind of reminds me of what Parker Carlton would be if he was a if he was a running back of some sorts. <laughs> Isn't that right, Parker? Yeah, I, sh- I should have followed my dream. Agile. More. Man, it's just the way it goes. But so now it happens. Tom Brady is a new is a buccaneer. I'm sure all of you know that. And I think the interesting Tampa thing is, is he has caused the Patriots um, Vegas released the odds. The Patriots are circling around in 8.5 wins this season. Yeah. What, what do you think about that, Parker?
0: Wait, so who's their quarterback? Uh, do they have one right now?
2: I think that's like still a question mark. Yeah, I don't know. But still, I mean, I, I think personally the Patriots defense this year was almost – as prolific as the Ch- Kansas City Chiefs offense this year they created so many turnovers turned into touchdowns I mean they had more in the first five games I think they defensive alone would have gone three and two against the teams they played with the amount of points the defense scored and I think per, I mean yes you're losing a hall of fame you're losing the GOAT. to some would say but I mean 8.5 wins I think they they win at least 10 this season they don't have a strong I mean their division's not that great it hasn't really been in the past years so I mean I think that they have at least 10 wins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah this, it'll be fun to see if they go after a young quarterback. Yeah. Or try to trade or.
2: I wouldn't be surprised to win for
0: old. Try to T-Law. give the young guys some some experience.
2: Next right. They could tank for T. Law. I think Justin Herbert would be a good fit for their offense. A big, six 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 seven quarterback who can kind of run a little bit. I think he'll do well in the NFL. We'll see. He's got he's got a hot hot arm. So so is Jake Eason. Yeah. So I mean it, it a lot of things. Is, yeah. Does it happened? So, Hal, you, you told me that Terry Bradshaw was saying something on
1: the news Yeah, I was watching the news a couple of nights ago, and I mean, it wasn't like a big deal, but he was, and he didn't really have any like evidence to support it at all. He was just kind of talking, but he seems to think that the NFL season will definitely happen. Right. We're trying not to talk about the uh, coronavirus situation on the show, but it's worth noting that
2: it's not a guarantee that we're going to have all this. Right. I think not it's probably. I, I hope so. It's, it'll be good. I mean, I need sports, and I know that we all need sports. I need
0: sports, too.
2: Right. Oh, yeah, it's, bad. It's, 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 t- it's boring without it, it's nonetheless, but, yeah. yeah I haven't played, I've been played too many
0: movie. card games. <laughs>
2: yeah, I played a lot of card games this more. weekend, too. I'm actually really good at solitaire now. I, I'm, I'm prolific at it. Uh, I think I've gone seven games in a row winning. Wow. So. How about that? All not, on your
0: phone or, like, in real life? I,
2: I've actually um, resorted to a deck of cards in my hand to get the kind of, you know. Wow. The, the feel of it's the game. Impressive. It is, and yeah. it's very, very lonesome. I've realized. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Just a couple more sports. <laughs> couple more sports things. Uh, heard RBC Heritage at uh, Harbour Town could possibly be played in June, which would be really exciting. Without fans, of course, but
2: still. That would, that'd be Without crazy.
0: fans, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be that would be huge. Uh, that's always been right being right after the Masters. Yeah. Going to both of them has always been a lot of fun. But right.
2: You know, I've, I'm I've been. Silent. We can't go. Right, I've been playing a video game called The Golf Club on Xbox. I mean, if you don't, if you're a big golf yeah. fan, get The Golf Club. It's a great one. I played Heritage actually with my character the other week. I think I shot out four under, finished tenth. But I mean, that course is beautiful. Oh yeah. Even on video game setting, it's it's fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, it's awesome.
2: I and mean, Golf's a beautiful game. Me and my brother actually watched the um greatest golf shots of all time last night, and that well, is number one. Huh? Number one. I, it wasn't it wasn't ranking, but they they started off with Tiger shot on 16, the chip, 2005, yeah. which unbeatable. bubble Watson, bubble Watson, slice on ten. It was actually a hook. He's a lefty, but right. Yeah, right. A, that's that's yeah, good the terminology there.
0: Not a golf guy, um, huh? Not <laughs> a golf guy. <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not at at all. with y'all in
2: the rankings. <laughs> no, I mean, there's just some shots that you just you're in you're in all Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so um, Parker, I want want to relay some interesting news to you. Have you ever watched a WWE uh-huh. segment? On TV? On TV.
0: Yeah, I used to be a big wrestling guy.
2: Really? Okay, well, you would like this news. Yeah. The state of Florida has deemed WWE to be an essential business. Really? Really. So professional wrestlers, I think the WWE is still halting it um, as a national thing, but the state of Florida... Has gone out of its way to claim WWE as an essential business. I, that, That's that, interesting. That that, that Do you shocks know why? Me. Is, I mean, and whose call was it? It, was it is it the, is Florida for thinking about is it. Is it the like was it the governor? It was the governor's call. Okay. So they said the WWE. is weird. So. Florida is weird. So I mean, it doesn't yeah, surprise, no surprise me very much, but that that just made me laugh a little bit. That WWE, when I think WWE without fans, is kind of like a comedian having a comedy show without fans. You know, they both kind of ride off their audience. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, you say a joke really, and no one laughs, then it seems awkward. a bad joke, right? Yeah. Because they all feed off everyone screaming at them and stuff. And, but yeah, I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. And um, so we'll it's do weird. one last segment with you, Parker. This is more towards the um, just a question on your preference. So when you're trying to get a hold of someone, do you text them or do you
0: call them? Depends on the urgency. Right. Definitely. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm like this happened the other day. Um, someone texted me, he You want to play golf in like 30 minutes? I was like, Yeah, let me call Andrew Walker. I called him up. He said, Yeah, if I would have texted him, he'd have texted me back.
2: You exactly. know, he never texted me back. And your plans go awry. But now let me ask you one yeah. more question. When's the last time you left someone a voicemail? Hmm. Are you talking to me? Yeah. When's the last time you left someone a voicemail? Oh, sorry.
0: No worries. I don't know if I ever have. Yeah, it's right. been a while. I can't, I can't remember the last time I
1: did. I mean, except for, like, maybe, maybe like, an old boss
2: or, like, future boss that I'm saying. Exactly. Can you a, a call or are trying to be formal, yeah. Right. Nowadays, it's more of a professional grade to it. But, I, I mean, I want to – there's a little bit of joke I have. So my dad is the only person that I have voicemails on my phone. And my dad will start it off. So I'll get the notification that says missed call from from dad and they'll say 245 on Friday and so my dad will start off the voicemail call with hey James you know it's 240 on a Friday afternoon just calling to, uh, to ask you about this and so I'm like okay and I I mean he, he basically restates the whole entire thing in the voicemail but I mean I think the voicemail is more of a generational thing it's more of an, an older thing to do like I think yeah. our fathers would leave each other's voicemails but I would never call you Parker call you how and then if y'all don't answer just Send you a voicemail. One, what I wanted well, to ask. Well, maybe you we about. should bring
1: it back. Maybe we should.
2: Right. I think. I think I'm gonna start a goal to have back first, the week. One voicemail a day. Or one voicemail. I mean, there a is week.
1: a certain amount of excitement that comes, like when you you open your phone up, you see like the phone icon app, then you see that little red one on the phone app, and you click on it. It's a voicemail. Yeah. It's exactly. a little exciting. It's like a little
2: present sometimes. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's a little a little <laughs> gift for you. Yeah, I think, I think it's I'm cool. I'm
0: going to start doing some voicemails. I like y'all bringing yeah, that up. I know. I think, I think we should. I
2: think we should start a new trend. Take the world by storm.
0: Yeah?
2: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, well Parker, we want to thank you for joining us today. Yeah, appreciate you of course. coming on. I had a lot of nuggets of wisdom. We, yeah, we it's appreciate great that, me. man. Of course, no. But, yeah, I'm sure you'll be a, a reoccurring guest, and we thank you again yeah. for coming on.
0: Yeah. I hope so. I hope for um, success in your podcast. Well, thank, thank you, man. You, thank
2: you. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
0: Take care, Parker. Y'all as well. See ya.
2: See ya. All right, now it's time for our second version of the rapid fire trivia contest with Hal. Right now, he's he's two for three right now with a very solid showing in the okay. first three questions. Now, our questions are going to get a little bit harder, and we'll see how Hal does. Let's, we'll have, let's hear him. We'll put ten seconds on the clock. The first question is: A Starbucks calls this job the face of Starbucks. Barista. That is correct. That is a, a barista. They're the ones who create the coffee. You do the yeah. magic in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm not a Starbucks guy myself, but I, I assume they're very good at their job and what they do. All right. Challenging job. All right. Now, second to last question. A 1225 copy of this document is one of the few to still have its great seal of Henry Third, King John's son. 1225? 1225. Well, the English Bill of Rights was written in 1215,
1: so I would guess it would be the English Bill of Rights. It's, it's
2: the, the Magna Carta. Oh my God, that's what—that's mm, what you meant, so but I meant. Meant. It's, it's, Magna Carta. it's not the same thing, sadly. But it's all gone. The Magna Carta takes you to three out of five with one question remaining. Now this one's tricky. You got to think about this one, and you got to. We'll Wait, see. so what are the stakes right now? Do I the what? stakes right now? So if you get it right, then you get a point in your tally, and if you if you don't get this one right, then we push three to three, and no one gets a point, and we just go on to the next okay, next gotcha. episode. So that's that's I gotcha. those are the stakes, and once the points add up, we'll do punishments and rewards for the winners and losers. All right, let's hear it. Well, let's see if you can break away with a point this week, Hal. The third and final question: If you don't know, it's the second to last letter in the Greek alphabet. You let out a heavy one of these with a different spelling. Psi. P-S-I. How do you spell it? P-S-I. Perfect. That is a four out of six for Hal. That's one point in Hal's jar. And that's the end of this trivia segment. Hal, how do you think he did? I think he did pretty uh, well. I did pretty well. I missed what, two? Four out of six, and you missed two. One of them was a... One of them was one you should have got right. We you messed up Magna Carta. the other one was just a math question that you just didn't compute in time. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a strong showing. Yeah. And excited for next week. Yeah. Episode, and we'll see what happens. See how James does next week. Well, it's starting to get dark outside on the Sunday afternoon yeah. on the porch. Sun's
1: starting to go down under the tree line.
2: Nice tree um, line, though.
1: It was a it was a rainy Sunday, but it's starting to clear up. It's
2: right in time been a for a little day. five o'clock five o'clock moment on the Sunday. But yeah, we thank you all for listening to us, and I'm glad you tuned in today. How? Anything? Yeah. Any last hope words? Yeah, hope y'all
1: enjoyed. Hope y'all enjoyed our uh, guest Parker, um, and. Uh, if if you know anybody that would like to be a guest, just tell them to reach out to us. We'd be happy to consider them.
2: Right, we got some more guests lined up, so feel free to come back and listen again. We should have some new new stuff in the next coming episodes, and we're glad glad to have you listen to us. Yeah. And
1: we'll we'll see y'all next time on Backforge Discourse. All
0: of my